we fill it? So you'll spill it. What will it be tonight? Red or white? A Zana blender burgundy. Drink wine. Spill tea. Hey everyone, I'm CJ Bathiani. And I'm Jamie Dylan Grossman. And this, this is Drink Wine, wine Spill Tea. tea. The podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but with a sense of humor. So pour yourself a glass of wine. Put in your AirPods. And let's spill some tea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so today's guest is accompanist extraordinaire, Jenna Medad. Yes! (laughs) Jenna, thank you so, so much for coming on. (laughs) You're so welcome. I do live here. Yeah. yeah. You traveled very far. You took three trains, a bus, a boat, and... Came home. A propeller. (laughs) To my apartment. (laughs) To your apartment. Yeah, so she was obligated to do this. All right. So today we are drinking Prosecco um, by... We don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, it's a French name. It's actually pretty good, but Prosecco nonetheless. So, Jamie and I don't like Prosecco. It's not something we would choose at a restaurant. It's also not wine. It's also (laughs) not wine. But Jenna loves Prosecco. And what Jenna loves, we drink. We drink. We drink. Okay. Um, Okay. So, Jenna... Hello. Hi. Hi. So, Jenna, quickly talk about how you and CJ know each other. Sure. So... I met CJ at Southern Illinois University Carbondale. Go Salukis. <laughs> Absoluki. Absoluki. CJ was a freshman in the musical theater BFA program, and I was starting my first year of my master's when we met. So there's a big age difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to school together. Um, she was my accompanist for, like, my first year right mm-hmm. or did you do it for both years uh I think I played for you like second the second right, semester right, of your you second year yeah mm-hmm. um and like I just want to point out too that she is the literal best accompanist that you yes. will ever have um because she's just like passionate about it she's passionate about musical theater <laughs> and she loves it so she's she's the best one yes she's the best one thanks you too hit her up hit her <laughs> up um how did you how did you meet Jamie let's talk about that Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I met Jamie. Uh, CJ was doing a contract in Grand Lake. Yes. Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> yes. Um, and I actually came out to visit and see to see a couple of the shows and to hang out. And Jamie was one of his co-workers. Is that yeah. yeah. I also acted there. She harassed me. I followed me around. We can talk about it, that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... It's such a feat in itself getting your ass all the way up to Grand Lake. Oh, absolutely. Because it's literally like two hours up a mountain of snow. She took a train, two trains, a plane, a a a boat, a car, a donkey over the mountain. That one's real. And then I carried her the rest of the way. And she Uh, was just lovely. Yeah, just lovely. It actually came up on my time hop today um, of like two years ago, her coming to visit in Grand Lake. And she was staying... She was staying in my cabin, which was like twelve people stayed in it. Yeah, and it was twelve people, twelve one cabin. whole people in one cabin. And in the kitchen, it was like this like giant frat house. And like the night before, I think we had this like giant party. So like there were all these glasses and like cups like stuck to this giant table from like beer pong and stuff. 
and we were out of utensils. So on my time hop, it shows her like stirring her like what I'm assuming is like a screwdriver. It was like tequila. Yeah, tequila and like sunkissed or something. But she didn't have a spoon to stir it, so she's using <laughs> the handle of a frying pan. <laughs> These are the living conditions we're talking about. The living about conditions that we're talking about. Summer stock at almost any theater I can think of. It's just like one giant adult summer camp though. Adult summer <laughs> yeah. camp, yeah. So that is that's uh the context in which Brief history. Jamie and Jenna yeah. met. Um mm-hmm. but then um what was really cool about having Jenna come visit is that she was able to help um, us record some songs, which yeah. was really cool. So, like, we submitted some stuff and, like, got to record some sides for things. That's and, right. Mm-hmm, and we did... We Don't record- Do Sadness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and 17 from Heather's. Oh, yes. It's also just really nice to work with an accompanist who will actually tell you, like, hey, this is a little <laughs> wrong musically. Or, like, hey, you may be a little off because some fan of bands were like, yeah, I don't care. I'm getting paid. And just let you kind of be bad. Yeah. But Jenna was like, no, you're wrong. And we're like, yeah, we're but Jenna, wrong. But Jenna has no problem telling me that I'm pitchy. <laughs> CJ's a different story. I remember, <laughs> I remember um, going through the song and I was like, wow. I was like, Jamie, has like you have such like a pleasant voice. Thank like, you. So nice to listen to it. CJ, you're flat. <laughs> Two notes, so. Which I hear frequently, but Jamie never hears that she has a pleasant voice. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. As you can hear. Okay, so since Jenna was my accompanist in college, um, and just like in life, like we've now lived together for like a combination of probably like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, Like what, what are some like, I don't know, funny stories about like times that you've played for me? I remember okay so there was one time that um I drove up I was doing summer stock where we went to school mm-hmm. in Carbondale and I drove up to CJ's hometown Fort Thomas Kentucky yes and he was submitting for I don't, I don't even remember quite a few things he wanted to record like seven cuts yeah. of things so by the time <laughs> we get to number seven which it was corner of the sky <laughs> <laughs> CJ <laughs> gets to the end and it was just not is the answer. Um, if you look at my Instagram <laughs> and scroll, scroll Do you mind down far enough. Saying your handle? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Briefly. It's at Jenna Me. J-E-N-N-A-M-E-E. Yes. Great. And if and you creep on me hard <laughs> enough, you will find this video of young CJ Bathiani attempting the high C at the end of um, Quarter of the Sky. And I would just like to point out that I was tired. He had already done like six cuts, and to they be were fair. Brilliant. This one oh. was not. <laughs> maybe, maybe if I'm feeling drunk enough later, we can like post that video. Pull again it up. Oh yeah, and, we'll see. Like, like maybe like share it so people can see it and then delete it. Yeah. For the rest of eternity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or not. I think so. <laughs> so, okay, so then now I think that we should probably do our drinking game now that we've we've been sipping on the champagne for a little bit. We um are feeling ourselves. Yeah, we're feeling yes. ourselves. So I think it's time to like feel ourselves a little bit more. Yeah. And so I would love to challenge Jenna um to a drinking game, a little Ooh. drinking game, which we're gonna do with each episode. Like a get to know you drinking game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so yeah, we're just gonna do like a quick little like drinking game to like loosen ourselves up um we will prepare five to ten questions about 
CJ, that you will have to answer. Okay. If answered correctly, we drink. Mm -hmm. If not, you drink. Okay. I've been preparing these questions for like a week and a half, so I'm very Mm -hmm. excited. Okay, and this uh, drinking game is not timed. You have time to answer it, Mm -hmm. but make sure they're right. Okay, and let's kick it off. Okay, I want to preface this question by apologizing to my my mom if she's going to listen to this. Um, I Jenna. Love I love you, Cindy. <laughs> we love you. Jenna, how old was I when I lost my virginity? I think Speak up. Okay. <laughs> I think it's either 14 or 15, and I'm not sure. Okay, I'll let you drink. It was 14. No, wait. We I, drink. Oh, me, me, right. me, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Okay, Jamie, cheers. Okay. <laughs> I should have gone 15. And I want to hear no judgment. Um, what is my drink of choice? Okay, so I understand drink to be like a cocktail. Like, I don't think wine is like a drink. Okay, okay. Fair. So, fair. Fair, fair, fair. Super fair. If I had to choose a drink that wasn't wine mm-hmm. to drink, what would be my drink of choice? This is tough because I know that you really love gin and tonics, but you also love gin martinis. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, she got it. Right. We drink. It is a gin martini. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay, here's an easy one. Not that you haven't gotten the other two right. Yeah. So I guess my questions weren't very good. Um, how many Berts are there in my family? Ooh. So your dad is the fourth. So then your brother. So six. Oh, you're good. Okay. God. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. This one is also easy. I need to come up with better questions next Just- time. Okay. Um, what nickname do I call you? Bay. Correct. It is also the name in her. In Y'all, I'm phone. getting these hosts drunk. So, <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> this one's funny. Um, where does my dad always want to go to for dessert? So Bert number four truly gags over the strawberry. <laughs> Shortcake at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. We need to drink double because she even listed the dessert that he goes bonkers for. And I would also like to point out that the follow-up question after that was, what dessert does he get? So we drink so double. she got it. So just take a little sip, a little bit. got a little chug. Great. <clears throat> Bubbly. What was CJ's um, first off-Broadway show? A part of His first and only off-Broadway show. The three-act theater company. That was the last question. All right. Well, clearly I crushed those questions because you got all of them right. So. Thank you. Okay. Jenna, now we're going to challenge you with a lightning round. Uh-oh. CJ's going to ask you five questions, and you have 30 seconds to answer all five questions. Otherwise, you chug your whole drink. So, all right. Jamie, is your timer all set? Are, these, are you ready? These, okay, these are just questions. They could be related to you and, like, your opinions, or they could be, like, facts about you. Great. Great. Ready? ready? Yes. Set. Go. Kill, Mary fuck. Steven Sondheim, Jason Robert Brown, Paskin Paul together. Uh, kill Sondheim, Mary J.R.B., fuck Paskin Paul. Okay, if you could live off of one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Cheese. What's the most annoying voice type? Uh, ooh, tenor. Oh, favorite Carbondale restaurant? Quattro's. What's the most overrated Broadway actress? Oh, fuck. Um, I'm gonna have to chug my drink. <laughs> no, no, keep going! Um, go. Who is it? Overrated. Sun Foster. Oh. Did she get it? Was that all of them? Yeah. I mean, we're there's at, no right answer. We're at 32 seconds. Jenna, 
Please chug the rest yeah, of your please drink. Chug. <laughs> please chug your Prosecco, your blessed mm-hmm. Prosecco. We're pausing so she can chug the Prosecco. Okay, so just like to like touch on those questions because like I'm curious. So who'd you say for Kill Mary Fuck? So let's briefly go back. It was the question was Kill Mary Fuck. <laughs> Number two. So if you didn't hear that, and if then get your hearing check. <laughs> but we just opened the second bottle of Prosecco. If you didn't hear someone just get murdered. <laughs> yeah. We're on bottle number two. <laughs> so, collect so I yourself. Said, I said kill Sondheim. Brilliant, genius man, but he is very old. Correct. So he has less years to live already. I swore I saw him at Uptown Garrison one time, but it wasn't him. I also swore I saw Jonathan Larson and it also wasn't him. But that's not the point. Isn't he dead? Oh. <laughs> Wait. I didn't mean Jonathan Larson. I meant Steven Schwartz. <laughs> Same person. Yeah. Really. Interchangeable. Ooh, oh my god. Really embarrassing. I'm sweating. I just drank a lot of Prosecco. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, so back to the question. Mm-hmm. So and then you wanted to marry JRB. Who, yes. That's like your favorite composer, He's right? He's one of my absolute favorite composers. Okay, great. Um, and then you wanted to fuck Pask and Paul together. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, I would. Like, that's like a two-for-one deal. I have met Justin Paul, and he's a very lovely, wonderful man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, really quick, like, how, how do you know Justin Paul? So Justin Paul, he grew up in Westport, Connecticut, where I actually lived for a year, but I've worked in Westport um, for the past five years. Wow, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, so he went to school there, and I'm not sure if he lives there. I don't even know. Now. Oh, okay. Uh, but he has very strong ties to the theater program um, where I work. So he has come in before and spoken to the kids and played and sang like for them and... Came to visit, and Great. he's he's very kind. Oh my gosh, very awesome. talented. I can't believe you've been working there for five years. I know we are ancient. Also, correct. that's cute. I love that <laughs> for us. <laughs> okay, so now that we're a little tipsy and potentially, well, not potentially, we just moved on to our second bottle mm-hmm. of champagne. Yes. So thank you, Jamie, for bombarding me with that. Um, let's go ahead and dive into a little about Jenna Dosh after we just started that. So, okay. Um, how long have you been playing piano and what like started your love for it? Sure. So I started taking piano lessons when I was three years old, pretty young. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't always love it growing up. Like everyone knows if you've taken piano lessons, there'll be that time period, usually between the ages like eight to 12 ish, where you're like, I don't want to do this shit anymore, <laughs> mom, I quit. And then you probably verbatim that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and, then you, and then you probably quit. However, my mom did not let me quit, so um, I continued on, and the older I got, the more it just made sense to me that this is something not only that brings me joy, that I'm good at, Mm -hmm. so I was like, okay, awesome. And she is. She's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What draws you to musical theater as opposed to classical or concert piano? That is a great question. (laughs) So um, I grew up classically trained. Um, in my undergrad, I went to Luther College, which I'm sure all of you listening have no idea where that is. It's <laughs> in Northeast Iowa. It's a little 
private liberal arts stuck up college. Yeah. Yes. Where they only do um, opera and classical music. And I ended up with a piano performance degree, but it was my time there where I started to accompany a lot more for opera, um, where I realized I really love working with singers, but I don't so much love the classical atmosphere. Okay. Um, the classical atmosphere compared to the musical theater atmosphere, in my opinion, is just a bit more rigid. Um, it feels like it's all about rules. Okay. Whereas musical theater feels more... Fluid is a strange word, but that's what I'm yeah, going to say no, 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 to describe it. Um, and I just feel like we can be super collaborative in the field of musical theater. So Great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you mentioned where you got your, you know, your degree. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice can you give about pursuing a degree in music? Like in piano or just in general? I, I guess would say both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. <clears throat> uh, for piano, you know... Well, this is for both, really. Find a teacher that you really connect with. Um, I know today it's all about, like, the name of the school. And, like, oh, this is where I went. And people are supposed to have a reaction to that. But really, I think what is the most important is finding a teacher that you really connect with. Because that is going to give you the best experience, ultimately. And you would feel that way, like, outside of piano, too. Like, when it just comes to, like, singing or, like, any... Definitely. I agree. I really think that. Um... For sure. So, okay, so who are some people that you've played for that we may know? Like, more famous people? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, or, I, like, I don't know, like, you can say, like, So I played for CJ Bathiani <laughs> yeah. and Thank Jamie Dillon Grossman. Uh, drink like wine, say. spill tea. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Um, I'd say probably the most famous person that I've played for may have won a Tony. May have. For the role of Anna and the King and I. She sure did. And who is it? Is, is that Kelly O'Hara? That is Kelly O'Hara. Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, one of the loveliest people I've ever worked with in my life. When did you play for her? So I played for her for um, a benefit uh, in Westport, Connecticut, um, last two Februarys ago, okay. I guess, so a couple years ago. Wait, does she live there? She does. She lives in Westport. That's um, crazy. And let me tell you, she is someone who, she just, like, walks into the room and has this, like, warm, engaging presence. But even when she rehearses, it's, like, so engaging. Do you know what I mean? Like, how we can go into a rehearsal and just, like, go through the motions. It was not like that at all. It was like she was living the story even just in this rehearsal with me. I see that. Incredible. Nobody has ever said that about me in my life when I stepped into a rehearsal This is Kelly O'Hara. Yeah, you're right. That's why I don't have a tone. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, I love Kelly O'Hara. So Jenna, who is your, you mentioned that JRB is your favorite composer. So I'm assuming that's your favorite to play. Do Mm -hmm. you have a least favorite composer to play? That is tough. Um, I will say that, uh, the kind of composers that I feel like I personally am the worst at are like Irving Berlin, Cole Porter, more of like the earlier like jazzy stuff. Okay. Um, I just feel like I personally don't have a lot of experience with, so it's not my favorite, but it's something that I'm working on. Right. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you feel that? Like what do you feel about their music is like what you're not? Um, well, it's challenging because um, – Jazz, like, theater is such a different style than, like, some of the classic Golden Age stuff, you know, like, um, R&H and, like, Larry right. Lowe. 
just like compositionally. Okay. Got it. Um, so what is your, what's your favorite musical and then what's your least favorite musical? Not necessarily to play, but like to listen to, like maybe something that you've always wanted to play for. Mm-hmm. So my absolute favorite musical slash dream show to play for is Light in the Piazza. Yes. My God, Kelly Rahara. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Gorgeous, gorgeous score. Not done super often, but I will no. do it before I die. Good. And least favorite. Least favorite, honestly, I know it's a classic, y'all, but I'd have to say Guys and Dolls. Oh, I'm just not a that fan. That hurts me. Not a fan. Hurts me, but like totally fair. I, I get it. did it in high school, and me that's too. the only connection I have. Who are you? I was Betty South Street. You were? Yeah. Ask me who I was. Sarah Brown. Oh, that's This sorry. little Jew. <clears throat> yeah, this little Jew <laughs> was playing the Christian Bible. I could not have. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, great. I'm like shook that you weren't Adelaide. I just have Thank you. Whatever. Thank you. I'm sorry. Do you see Sarah Brown? No. no okay. Thank you. Anyways. Anyway. Um. So, what is the most memorable experience you've ever had, like as an accompanist? So, as I said earlier, I did my undergrad in classical. So, all of the accompanying I did back then was for opera students. Well, when I did my masters. Um, it was like half opera, half musical theater. And I ended up playing for a lot of the BFA musical theater students mm-hmm. like CJ. Um, and that's when I really figured out that mu- playing for musical theater is what I love to do. It's okay because, you know, in the classical world, it's musical theater is so frowned upon um, that it's okay. So then I moved to New York after I graduated. But when CJ's class who really helped me discover that this is what I love to do, were seniors. They actually flew me out to play for their senior recital. That's really sweet. That's emotional. <laughs> Which I did, and honestly, it's um, it's a moment I'll never forget. I love all seven of them very dearly. They've you. really helped shape me as, as a musician and as a person. That was one for the books. We, like, had to fight to get her there, too. Like, we... Like, our professor was like, you have to use this accompanist because the school, like, blah, 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 and, like, all these reasons. And we were like, we are not doing this without Jenna Mudash here. (laughs) Like, we are literally going to pay for her to come here. And then it turns out that, like, the accompanist that we did have, like, wasn't able to play for the actual showcase anyway. Like, she was our rehearsal accompanist. And then something happened, like, she wasn't able to be there. And we are like, oh, well, thank God we have Jenna coming then. they found out two days before, before the she showcase. Wouldn't have been able to. So we would have been without an accompanist. So, like... It was meant to be. Us fighting for Jenna to be there was meant to be in so many ways. And it was incredible. And my favorite part of that was the fact that in our finale, Light from Next to Normal, (laughs) there were pages missing from the binder that we gave her to play for. So she improvised the whole second half. And none of us knew because we were too busy, like, crying and wiping snot away from our nose to know. I was crying for multiple Multiple reasons reasons. at that point. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So that's super emotional, and I love you I love more you than too. anything. Um, I'm here too. <laughs> yeah, Jamie's also here, but like, whatever. Um, so spill the tea. Like, we want to hear what's the worst thing an actor can do when auditioning. I'd have to say snapping or clapping, like in the communist space. Classic. Yeah, classic. Classic. 
<laughs> okay, good. Um, so I happen to know that you tutored CJ <laughs> in music <Fuck> you. theory. <laughs> what could that have possibly been like? Horrible. So I need to preface this by saying when I I had four semesters of music theory in my undergrad, and I was not a good theory student. Okay, so you. already bit of a struggle. I Don't was more, stand up for him. <laughs> I was more of like an uh, oral skills genius. Theory is very genius. Theory is very mathematical and was ve- it's very difficult. Very difficult for me. Um, I'd say probably the most challenging thing about that is making it interesting at all. Which it wasn't. Which it's not. And when it's not, you don't give a shit. And that's part of the problem. But what was it like tutoring CJ? <laughs> Difficult? <laughs> Great. But his test grades improved, and really that's all that matters. But I did finish the class with a C. <laughs> <laughs> so they could never improve much. But it was, was better than he was, at, he was at a D. Yeah, I was truly a low D. So <laughs> A very low D. I wouldn't have been able to stay a musical theater major. Like, I would have gotten cut if I didn't pass theory. So, like, honestly, thank God for Jenna from me, Bert, and Cindy. <laughs> we got him to a healthy, healthy average. A healthy C. C's get degrees. Okay. So, thank you for bringing that up, Jamie. I really appreciate you throwing me under the bus. That Anytime. was really sweet of you. <laughs> um, so, if you could do one thing outside of being an accompanist, what would it be? Um, I would be a perfumer. Oh, oh I, my god, I, I did not expect that. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Anything but that. Literally anything but that. That is never, that's not on any job sets. She <laughs> like, That's not. Acupuncture, vet, perfumer. <laughs> yeah. I will say she knows like an alarming amount about perfumes. Like all she right. knows like all the different like types of it. Like I don't know that. And just like the. Like, the chemistry behind scent, like, really fascinates me. That is so, so cool. I've always You can honestly do both. Maybe I will. Go back to school. Oh, my God. Is that a degree? Um, I'm just kidding, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom, do you want to pay for it? <laughs> New fragrance by Jenna. New fragrance by Jenna. Yeah. It's called Don't Snap in My Face. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Wear this when you're clapping the rhythm. Yeah. yeah. It's called clapping rhythm by Jenna. <laughs> um... I would love, 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 love to hear love. about somebody very special in both of our lives, but mostly you. Um, and mostly me. Okay. <laughs> Jenna. I've never met, met her. Never met her. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about Lindsay. Who is Lindsay? Lindsay is my wife. Woo! <laughs> and she is the coolest person I know. She yes. really is. What do you want to know about her? How'd you guys meet? Yeah, I want to know, like, like go from the beginning, like, okay, so, okay. like... Start from the beginning, and when you get to the end, stop. Jamie <laughs> wants advice. you all to know that that's her catchphrase. Thank you. Okay. It's great advice, Jamie. Thank you. So, we met doing Summer Stock, classic. 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 Um, except we kept dating and got married on, like, <laughs> about 98% of Summer Stock. <laughs> Relationships. <laughs> um, we met doing Into the Woods. She was the witch. Yes. And I was just shook by her. By her. Yeah. Um, she came, Everyone She was. came in like off book. She sounded amazing. She was acting. Like actor. Um, the crazy thing is I had only dated men. 
before I met her. Um, and then I met her and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but like, I'm obsessed with this person and yeah. I want to get to know them. Which is so funny because like, like, so I had friends working in that summer stock as well. And they would like talk to me even before I knew this about Jenna and Lindsay, they'd be like, oh my gosh, like we are obsessed with the girl playing the witch. Like, uh, like the director like is obsessed with her. She's so cool. And I was like, oh my God, like what is it about this bitch? Yeah. Like who cares? Oh, I'm sure she sounds great on Last Midnight. And <laughs> like, cool. And then, She did, by the way. Yeah, she did. She sounded brilliant. And she's just like this like six foot, like short haircut, like just really badass woman. And like, I remember Jenna like calling me and being like, you know, so, like, I've been, or maybe we were texting, whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. we were, like, talking about it, and she was, like, I, like, have feelings for somebody, and I was, like, racking my brain trying to figure out who, because I knew it obviously had to be somebody at the summer stock. Right. And I could not think of it, and I guessed all these, like, unlikely people who we won't name. And then finally, I, like, something clicked in my brain, and I was, like, is it the girl playing the witch? And she was, like, maybe and I was like oh my gosh like I was just shook by it because it was so different but it was amazing I'm very lucky and very happy we've been married for um just a little bit over a year now we actually got married while we were doing Mamma Mia together and I ugly cried the minute that Jenna walked in to the theater yeah where did you get married so we got we got married on the set of Mamma Mia while we were doing Mamma Mia how disgustingly cute is that (laughs) so gross and also so musical theater like why it was just such a beautiful day it was a great day I loved it and now we all live together and now we all live together and have a dog (laughs) um so that's cute um I wasn't there So moving away from that, Jenna, how can people follow what you're doing? I know that you mentioned your Instagram handle earlier, but like, how can people follow up with you? So Instagram is at Jenna Me, J-E-N-N-A-M-E-E. Twitter handle is the same. My website is just my full name. Jenna Me Dosh or just Jenna Dosh? Yeah, Jenna Me There you can contact me listen to video and audio recordings. If you want to slide into my DMs with um, like an accompaniment track request, please feel free. Um, I do that all the time. Oh, love love that. that. Um, So I would also like to ask, I would love to know some tips and tricks Mm -hmm. as an actress myself (laughs) um, about what you should and shouldn't do in an audition when it comes to an accompanist. So um, we want to know what bugs the crap out of you when playing for auditions. Okay. So I already said the snapping, clapping. Thing, yeah. Right? Don't do that, guys. Um, I would say one of the things that's most important is having a clear cut okay. and being able to talk about that cut. <laughs> so, like, um, like, would you categorize that as, like, what an actor should do? Like, is there anything specific that, like, like when an actor does this, I love it. Yes, so this is something I actually learned from Sherry Sanders, if any of you know who she is. So let's say, Jamie, like, what's a song in your book right now that's, like, pop rocky or something? I sing What's Up by Four Non Blondes sometimes. That's the one that's like, hey, yeah, yeah, eh, eh, that one. Yeah, yeah. But what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
So let's say you bring in that song, for example, and say, I've never heard of it before. So one way to describe your cut, which a lot of people do, is, hi, so I'm starting here at this measure. I'm going to go through all the way to here. The tempo is like this. Or whatever. Um, oh, and it's, uh, this is the song. What's it called? Uh, what's up? What's up? So that's like describing to somebody, like, Jamie, let's get pizza, okay? Uh, So you're going to go right at this turn, walk four blocks, turn left in front of the pet store, and then um, walk two more blocks, and then, oh, you're there at Mike's Pizza. Okay. Wouldn't that have been easier if I was just like, Jamie, let's go to Mike's Pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so So, So the way to say, let's go to Mike's Pizza is to sing, you sing the hook. The hook is the part of the song that everyone knows. So CJ did a great example of that earlier. It was, what? Shut up. Hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So if I didn't know the song, I would get that, get the hook, understand the song, and then the roadmap makes more sense to me when you go through it. Because now I understand what the song is. So what you're saying is that I do a great job at explaining what to do with my song in yeah. an audition? You know what? This isn't about you. <laughs> this was about me and Jamie, but okay. Thank okay. you for asking me and not CJ. Okay. <laughs> well, you um, know her <laughs> So, no, that's super good to know. I yeah. think I'm definitely the kind of person who over-explains. I'm like, because I don't want to, like, have any questions or anything. Right. I want to be like... This is everything, and I hope, I hope it's okay. But, like, if I'm just – if it's that simple, right. then, like, yeah. If we don't know the song, going through, like, every little bit of your cut is not going to help us. Right. The hook, which is the catchy part of the song, is is the info that's going to help us the most. And, like, honestly, so, yeah. you probably do know the song. Not like, always. Not oh, really? always. Okay, well, shut me up. Especially <laughs> in, like, pop rock editions, which, like, contemporary and stuff are hard. of today, like, the, you need those all the time. Right. Yep. Okay, yeah. well great. Yeah. I love that. I'm sure everyone wants to know that. Um I if is there anything that you can think of off the top of your head? Like I know this might be hard to like dig in, but like is has there just been like a horror story of like an audition, like just like a really bad audition that you've had to play for that's been like, okay, that bitch did not know what she was doing. And you don't need to name any yeah, names. No. You can just say the situation. Yeah. I would love to know what the show was for though. <laughs> you bitch I mean what's this podcast called <laughs> as, as an accompanist and like as both of you as actors like we all know like bad auditions are definitely out there yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes they're bad for reasons that you can fix like attitude mm-hmm. issues um yeah that actually actually reminds me of a of a good story I am um, a yeah. company a regional company on the East Coast, I won't say who they are, hired Amazing. me to play for their two days of auditions in the cities. And I had swine flu at the time. No. You know, I showed up anyway to play because I had to and did as best as I could. And the day was going fine. Um, this guy comes in with the song that he composed himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, note to actors out there, not always the best option (laughs) especially when the show is um like a well-known show it was for a little shop oh 
So anyway, he brings in the song that he composed, like walks me through it. I was like, okay, not really sure what's happening, but we're going to go with it. Mm-hmm. So we went with it. And I thought that it went, it went pretty well. Like I stayed with him and it seems fine. And then he's wrapping up his audition and I see the director slip his resume into the keep pile. Since it's been, since I've been there all day, like I know which piles are mean what. Okay. And he comes to grab his book from me and he says, thank you. You know, you like really tried. Uh-uh. And then turns around and walks out. And as he does that, the director looks at me and she's like, oh. Grabs his resume out of the key pile and puts it in the discard pile. Oh, shit! So, like, you really do, not even just to the companies, to anyone in the room. Like, you really, you want to be your best self. And that's that includes treating everybody with respect. And if your best self sucks, then be better. Yeah, if your best self sucks, newsflash, nobody wants to hire you <laughs> yeah. to work with you and be around you. Be self-aware. Be self-aware. Bottom line is, be self-aware. We all gotta do it. Yeah, for real. So, now it's time for Tea Time! (laughs) The segment where we read the tea that you sent in. Uncensored, unapologetic, and anonymous. Anonymous. We (laughs) always give our listeners an anonymous name, which we've made up ourselves, so we don't completely throw them under the bus. Buckle in, guys, because this one is truly like a a small chapter in a Stephen King novel. It's so long. It's so long. it's so good. It's just so detailed that we couldn't omit a lot of the details. Like, it's just so important that you hear... Every little thing. And the fact that the person took this time to send it all in, we, we truly appreciate them. you. Yeah. And we really love them. Yeah. So, like, that's super important. So if you really just don't want to listen to it. Just, just fast forward. But I think you do. Skip that 15 seconds and then just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Actually, Jenna, do you want to start oh. us off? Okay. Yeah. All right. This tea is from the future novelist, <laughs> Spicy Nipped Belter 97 underscore XO RAR. Once upon a time, and not so long ago, I found myself doing a production of In the Heights at a place that isn't important. (laughs) The man playing Uznavi was named Juan. (laughs) I got a weird vibe from the moment I met him. He seemed like he was really into himself, and not so much anything else. But whatever. I brushed it off and figured it was nothing. The first week of rehearsal, we're staging the very long opening number of the show. <laughs> he gets to a point where he needs one. So he says, no, I need one. 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 Where is one? <laughs> oh, you best bet this equity fucko <laughs> was Snapchatting <laughs> during work time. <laughs> it was at this moment. I knew we were all fucked. <clears throat> and quickly, we're going to take a drink break. Yeah. Because this is long. Really and so drink cheers, break. Everyone set, drink. Yep. yep. To me, Juan does some research and learns that our actor playing Graffiti Pete is also the Usnavi understudy. But Graffiti Pete has no understudy. So Juan, make sure everyone in the cast knows that we need to get Graffiti Pete covered. We're all a little confused. 
but my roommate and I have quietly formed a theory that Juan is definitely going to call out during the three-week run. But why is he trying to do this ahead of the time? We're all scratching our heads as to why. The same day, he files complaints about understudies. Juan dumps his longtime sugar daddy, who is still in New York. We offer condolences, but he seems fine. Again, widespread confusion. The day after he becomes a single man, Juan starts dating a donor at this theater named Bob. <laughs> Bob claimed that he produced the Tonys <laughs> three <laughs> times. So we all know Bob is a pathological He's liar. A fucking liar. Is a fucking liar. <laughs> Whatever. If Juan wants crazy, so be it. <laughs> well, Bob must have rubbed off on Juan. Just two days later, rehearsal comes to a complete halt for 15 full minutes because Juan doesn't like the blocking he's been given in the club scene and refuses, literally refuses, you guys, <laughs> to do what the director is asking of him. The director has to ask the cast to please do what he asks at least once before shooting his ideas down. And we need a drink break because this is, yeah, break. it's Ooh, super long, so everyone. The, we haven't even hit the down. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> so things quiet down, finally, throughout most of the run. We make it to our last week of the show with only minor Juan issues. The cabaret is scheduled to be the next day, Friday. Our stage manager informs us that we'll have a rehearsal the next day. I see Juan running, literally running, out of the theater that <laughs> night. I figure he's crazy and he won't shut, about, uh, shut up about how he's feeling ill lately. Maybe he's running home to get to bed faster. I put it out of my mind and move on with my night. I luckily wake up at 9 a.m. the next morning to an onslaught, great use of the word onslaught, yeah. um, of text from our stage manager. Juan has called out. Not only do we have to put in a new Snobby, we have to put in a new Graffiti Pete. The cabaret is outright canceled. We're going to spend a full eight hours in rehearsal doing put-ins instead. Another drink break. You know, when I'm feeling ill, I definitely sprint. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I do. When I'm feeling super sick, I run from the theater to home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jenna. So, I get to the theater, and the whole production team is on edge. I ask why, and I learn some very interesting information. <laughs> Apparently, when Juan was in contract negotiations, he asked if he could miss a show toward the end of the run. His best friend was getting married in NYC that day. The production team told him, no, which is totally within their rights. And he goes, okay, fine. I don't have to go. I hope right now you're saying, oh, honey, no. Because, oh, honey, yes. <laughs> Drink, break. Drink break. And the person who wrote this, he literally wrote that in, yeah. you guys. And that's really important to us. He claims that he's at Bob's house. He also claims that it's a cold and he's on a Z-Pack. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because no one would prescribe a Z-Pack for a common cold. But I digress. Again, great use of the word digress. Um, the cast has also dug up some shit on social media. We know where the wedding is, who the bridesmaids are, and even know the damn hashtag. We're on 
high alert. <laughs> Eventually, around 9 p.m. or so, my roommate finds out that a drunk bridesmaid is doing a Facebook Live video for the whole reception. It requires sifting through a 12-minute screen recording, but we caught him clear as day. Wasted at his friend's wedding. Oh, and I should mention that he already picked up his last paycheck. Boom. Boom. Drink break. And it was take a like sip. Two hundred dollars anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even that big. Yeah. We love theater. Yeah. Take us <laughs> home, CJ. Take us home. All right. <laughs> he comes back the next day. The theater's hands are tied because they have to give him a notice to fire him or something like that. So the director and our stage manager set up a meeting with him. He doesn't show up to the meeting, so this confrontation happens via email. The director tells him, you did the thing we told you not to do, and we have proof. So we're going to assume you're sick for the rest of the run. Juan insists the pictures taken of him were from years ago, and he throws the entire cast under the bus, saying that we were making the whole thing up because we didn't like him. Not only does the director tell him to pack his things, he calls Juan's agent. (gasps) Turns out they were friends from way back. Juan gets dropped by his agency. The theater files a grievancy with him against Actors' Equity Association. I haven't heard back on this for sure, but rumor has it he lost his card. What? Here's the funniest part. Juan's New York daddy couldn't take him back, so he got kicked out of his apartment and now lives with Bob the crazy man in the same very small town as the theater and went to an awards ceremony with Bob last month where this theater was nominated for many awards. After costing the theater thousands and thousands of dollars, Juan still shows his face in town. Juan don't give a fuck! And that's the tea. That's the tea. tea. Thank you so much for that tea. Water's balls. Yeah. Long but very important. Yeah. Spicy Nip Belter 97 underscore XO RAR really spilled that tea. She came through. We're very thankful for it. She came through. And we love her for that. Yeah. We truly do. We do. Yeah. So our last segment is Cheers to the Millennial, which is. Pretty self-explanatory. But if you're not with us, it's where we acknowledge a millennial that we think has done something outstanding, whether it's good, bad, or completely stupid. So this week, we would like to give a big old cheers to the girl that is number one on the non-eck list for every audition. We see you in that jewel tone dress, girl. We know you've been up since 3 a.m. Nobody is cutting you in line. And please get off audition update. And while you're at it, yes, Mr. Snow is an overdone audition song. Cheers! 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 Cheers. Number one on the non-act list. Take your little wheelie suitcase with you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the wheelie suitcase! (laughs) Yes, what are those? With all of her many printed, like, stapled headshots and resumes, and she probably used one that day. Yep, one that day. If you're non-act, don't be number one on the list. You just... You, you look crazy. It's it's not worth it. Like get some get some sleep. Get some sleep. Get sleep and wake up like the rest of us. Oh my god! Please stop it. I'm like consistently like eighty. I am like. <laughs> I think we all do it. Honestly, cheers to y'all. I cheers here's the thing. Us. I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm EMC, so at least it's that. Fuck you. But still, 
I'm like EMC and I'm still getting there. I wake up at six. I get there at like 640. It's just not and worth I'm it. And I'm still in like at least the late teens or like, the 20s. Who are you that's getting there before me? Yeah. Like you can book Paw Patrol Live next year. Yeah. You don't need to they be They go to Updas. Like. <laughs> I got called back my senior year. Yes. Like, come on. And guess what? I'm not on it. Yeah. It didn't work for him, and it won't work for you. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers to that. Okay. So, speaking of um, Mr. Snow being an overdone audition song, our final question for Jenna, who, by the way, has been incredible. Thank you for opening up to us. Thank you. This has been amazing. So... What is the most overdone audition song that you've played? Whether, and like, go ahead and just give us, like, one that's, like, in general, like, for as long as you can remember, and one that's, like, this past audition season. So start with, like, the in general. In general, men, lost in the wilderness, children of Eden. Yeah. And also, if you're white, don't sing it. Don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Women, honestly, woman, pirate queen. Oh! oh also, that's actually very Whoa. surprising. Same, yeah. So, yeah, don't think I'm telling anymore. Don't okay. Sing it. Um, this season, I will say, ladies, overdone, gorgeous from the apple tree, classic, okay. lost in the brass from Band Geeks. Oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, that's in my book. I will be taking it out, and you should too. <laughs> I'm glad I know. Thank you. Sound great. Thank you. Men, I do. Yeah, I Damn know. It. I know you do. So. Yep. Uh, men, this season was weird. I feel like so. I feel like Golden Age wasn't really like the season thing where like no. lots of theaters were doing it. But I feel like the two songs I heard the most were "Something's Coming," West Side Story, oh, and "All I Need Is a Girl" from Gypsy. Oh yeah, so, so weird. So many times though. So guys, that's what you're doing too much of. Yeah, know your type. Wow. Oh um, my god. Jenna, I know we just said it, but truly, thank you so much again for being our first guest on Drink Wine Spill Tea. I love you both, so it was an easy, easy decision. We love you, and thank you for getting drunk with us. So we cannot wait for you to listen to our next episode, which is already out. We will be chatting with Manny, can you say his last name? Hagopane. Hagopin. I'm sorry. I just don't want to say it wrong. I made it up. I don't know how to say his last name. Okay, great. (laughs) We've had two bottles of Prosecco. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I don't know how to say your name. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll be chatting with him. He writes for Star Wars, which is super cool. And we're going to be talking about his experience with the show, as well as the difference between living in New York and L.A. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, until then... Keep spilling your tea to us. You can contact us at drinkwinespilltea at gmail.com or follow us on our social media. On our Instagram at drinkwine underscore spill tea and our Twitter drinkwinespilltea with the letter T, not the word. I don't know who took the other one, but yeah, we didn't. And whoever they are, we'll fight for that domain. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so, so much. This has been a blast. Thank you guys. One final cheers. Don't piss your accompanist off. Cheers, cheers. to Jenna.